five. All right. Cue the podcast. <laughs> uh, do y'all get, get it? it? Because that's what Heather said when she wanted the idol to drop from the sky. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cue the so idol. Yeah. See what we did. Good one. Little reference to the episode. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Guys, stop. The applause. Come on. That's enough. I know. <laughs> All right. I know. Today we're uh, recapping episode nine. Sorry we're a little late. Technical difficulties on my behalf. Uh, internet's gone crazy today. Um, we're joined today by Peridium. As we know, we know him as Billy, but you guys know him as Peridium. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, how are you doing? And on a scale from zero to negative five, how much are you enjoying this season? <laughs> oh, is that the scale? Oh, no. Uh, well, I'm doing better than a negative five, I guess you could say. Okay. Uh, I'm enjoying the season more than a zero. If, if, <laughs> if a zero is representative of a 10, I think, um, I don't know, maybe a negative two or so. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Making sense right. of this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The better question is scale of one to 10. How devastated were you when Sydney got eliminated a couple episodes ago? uh you know i think that was overshadowed overshadowed for me by the like flashback montage of like uh xander and and tiffany and evie and all that i was more in the moment for that and like loving that they did that like that's that's not that's you just don't see that on survivor yeah um i mean it i don't know wait why what's up with what's up with sydney is uh sydney new yorker yes yeah in my backyard bro damn okay (laughs) yeah um no the season uh had a interesting start to it i think they threw a lot of stuff at the wall to see what would what would stick uh sometimes it got a little confusing but i personally have pretty pretty thoroughly enjoyed the last uh two episodes before this and then this one as well i thought that they were all um some solid episodes that a lot of interesting uh power players made it far um it seemed like everyone who had a chance of winning, in my opinion, made the merge, which is something we don't always see in a great cast so far. But uh, yeah, jokes aside, what have been kind of your your overall thoughts on the season so far? Yeah, I would actually agree with you. I didn't really think too hard on that. Like uh, a lot of the power players made it to the merge. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, on some level, I wonder even like how good Sydney would have been. I guess Nasir is a little bit on the weaker end of gameplay level uh, from this merge tribe, but also Nasir's gone RIP. So, but yeah, <laughs> this this has been a pretty fun post merge. The last three episodes. Uh, once we got rid of that cliffhanger, which I really didn't care for uh, at that merge episode or that mergeatory, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> once once that ended, that like ended the pre merge on a pretty pretty lame note. I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't think Survivor US needs to be having non-elimination episodes, personally. I've watched a lot of Australian <laughs> Survivor, and those are, like, my least favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you guys seen Australian Survivor at all? Oh, baby. Yes, we yeah. have. We, oh, my gosh, dude. I love it. I it's love great. It. It's really oh fun. Uh, I'm currently uh, planning on putting together, like, who I think are the best overall Survivor players for 2021. Um, mm. And so I'm strongly looking into Australian Survivor as well, and like best moves, best moments. Uh, so best are you episodes. are you looking at only the the seasons of 2021? Or just 2021. Just so I'm looking at uh, South Africa. Braun. Yeah, brains versus bronze. South Africa, Immunity Island, and then season 41. So mm-hmm. it's just interesting. Uh, so right now, that's like front of mind for me. I was just working on it last night. 
uh, hmm. looking at like nominees who I would nominate for potentially like say best players. Have you guys seen South Africa too? Haven't seen South Africa. No, oh, if it goes okay. to Paramount, we will watch it, but it's good. It's, it's, it's a good season. Uh, they're not, they're pretty good. South Africa is also really good. It's like uh it's kind of like more old school us a little bit. Um, I heard but the anyway, season was great. It was fantastic. Yeah, I really I really enjoyed it. I'm actually having a hard time deciding. Uh, at the moment, I'd say Survivor US is probably a third out of three um, between mm-hmm. Australia and South Africa. But, you know, there's still four more episodes to go. And if they keep up the yeah. pace that they've been going these last three episodes, it's possible it could it could be a contender. So, um, mm. yeah. Okay. But I've, enjo- I've enjoyed these past three, and I especially enjoyed last night. I thought last night was really fun. For a double boot episode with two tribals, it took up like half the episode. Uh, mm-hmm. I was I was satisfied. I had a lot to chew on, a lot to think about with uh, like the moves being made and how people are working around. Like I'm a big fan of small tribal councils personally, and so like a five person mm-hmm. tribal, there's a lot. I think there's a lot to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when we hide for sure. Before the season started, we had our um, our sort of preview where we had you and Idol Down, the Survivor Specialists on. Uh, who was your winner pick? Were you were you Team Ricard? I did pick Ricard in the preseason. Okay. Okay. Now, did you, so, if so you had you, to pick right. right now where we're at, who do you think would be your, your winner oh, pick? Oh, that's, that's like the question of the hour. I was actually going <laughs> to ask who you guys have it. Like, if you had to put money on one oh, person, shoot. we got eight, we got eight people left in the game. We got four episodes. We're going to have a winner crown in one month. And it's like, Ugh. who, who would you put money on if you had to put money on somebody? Cause I have a name, s- but. I am so cracked out with who I think is going to win this season at this point that like, it's going to blindside people. For for Adam's a while, for a you. while I would have thought Shan. I thought because me and Gideon have also been doing like our sort mm. of MVP of the episode, uh, which we'll get to at the end of this podcast. But and uh, Shan we had went... like four times in a row, bro. It was insane. <laughs> um, but geez, since the merge, I feel like she's now one of the most unlikely to win i just feel like people are she's rubbing everyone the wrong way uh she has a lot of power and instead of being sort of like rob and redemption or kim where she was kind of like has a lot of power but was doing a great job of sort of concealing just how much power she has she's Mm -hmm. sort of like jumping at the forefront and wants to kind of control everybody's vote and not being very um conceited concealable i don't know what the word is with it um so i wouldn't pick chantal i feel like she's been getting sort of like a rick devins type edit um i would have said evie um i think xander if he makes it to like final four i feel like it's gonna be very hard for him not to win if like he's the best resume but if i had to put my money on someone i'm sticking with my guns uh from the beginning and i'm i'm gonna stick with uh stick with ricard here oh okay Hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you? What about you, Gideon? Do you have, do you have anyone? Oh, I'm gonna shoot. give you guys my answer too. I just am curious. So to see what you guys I f- say. so me and <laughs> a, me and Adam. So Adam picked uh, Ricard to win, and I said Deshaun would win. And at the I, beginning, I, yeah. I, yeah, at the beginning, and low key, I, I'm kind of sticking with Deshaun <laughs> right now. Um, that's, that's not just because it. I picked him, not because I picked him at the beginning, but he gets screen time. Mm-hmm. You know, he's 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 in the moves, and he's, he's sort likeable. of like the. He's he's likable and he's the anti-hero to the big and powerful and evil Shan now. So I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like he's getting that kind of storyline. I feel like he's gonna have to make a move um, to win eventually. So yeah. If he does I that, was, I think he'll win. But I was a little bit 
disappointed. I guess not totally, but like that he was split from Deshan after split from Sean Deshan. He was split from Shan uh, in the in the <laughs> right, separation right. of the two people, the two teams last night. Because I was like, yeah. he probably could have made his move against Shan if he really wanted to last night, but it wasn't there. Um. So yeah, I've and been would've. really struggling. I think he would have. I think people are a little bit frustrated because he's been talking about this frustration for the last few weeks uh, with his position. Mm-hmm in relation to like how Shan is basically the front runner. And I think he's very aware of it and he's not done anything yet, but I'm like, yeah, but there's like eight people and she's one person and, you know, maybe it's better to like, you know, she will take him to the final four, final five, if she can, it looks like. So that's not bad for him. He doesn't necessarily have to take her out right away. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm in the same boat as you, Adam, in that like, I think Shan is, I think Shan's been, I've, for the longest time, I thought she was going to win. But mm-hmm. with every episode, I keep thinking that this isn't a winner story. This is a, like, she is going to have a fall at some point. Yeah. And I think oh, that this is not the Boston Rob or the Tony and Kagian that I've seen before. Right. I mean, to be fair, I didn't think Tony was going to win either in Kagian back in the day. So <laughs> maybe it's the same story again. And I'm just, like, going to miss it, which would be par for the course. Um and I'm I have, I'm between two people. Uh, okay. The first one is Deshaun because of what you said, uh, Gideon. I think he could easily take over Shan as her position, take her out. I personally think he's gonna take her out, and I think he could easily take her out as early as next week. Um, I know, dude. I'm ready. I'm ready to see. I it. I think he's. I honestly, if you ask me, to put money. I would put money on it happening. I think Shan's going next week, or maybe Ricard because she is an idol. Uh, I think one of those two is going. And the crazy thing is that I'm not 100% sure he's going to win regardless. This is going to sound messed up, but I was cracked out last week. I thought Tiffany might have won- be the winner. She didn't win. I then switched to Evie. I thought Evie might be the frontrunner. She's out. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm basically, and I originally thought Sham, but I just don't feel good about Shan. I currently think no. that we may get a crazy out of left field winner. And I'm going to say I think Erica might win this season. Wow. And you guys are going to hear it first right here. And then four weeks from now when she wins, it's going to be like, oh, my God, how did this – what? But – Feridium, I'm, I'm glad you comment – I'm glad you commentate on what happens after Survivor rather than what you think is going to happen. That is, <laughs> that is wild. Winner picks, uh, not the video. <laughs> I don't really make those types of videos very often. Uh, <laughs> To be fair, when I did my true contenders, I said Shan, I said Liana, I said Ricard, and I said Evie. Um, and now here I am, like you were I don't. That, I think at some level, a part of the reputation you get for being on YouTube is that I don't talk all the time. I don't stream on Twitch. I'm not live, so there's a lot of things that I don't. A lot of calls or takes I've had over the last four years that I just don't make publicly, so I don't have to feel <laughs> the repercussion of that because I'm not broadcasting it. Um, I'm right. not always right. Uh, so, you know, if Erica loses, which she very easily could, there you go. I just don't – Can't? Uh, could you see them mm-hmm. giving so little screen time to a winner? I mean, just, they, did it with, they did it with Natalie White. Yeah, but now everybody hates Natalie White and doesn't think she deserved the win. So do you really think they'd I mean, do that again? To, to some extent, they did it also with Michelle in that she just – they did show her a lot, but it wasn't very captivating, and they really bolstered up Aubrey – my thing with Erica is that, like, yeah, I'm looking at some of her content. She has, she has a her episode four breakout confessional, an episode four when she 
has that scene where she talks with Deshaun. Mm-hmm. I don't love it. I didn't love yeah. it when I first came across it. Um, because Deshaun is like, if you guys can remember, this is back, this is way back in the pre-merge, but uh, mm-hmm. this is when Deshaun wants to throw the challenge to get her out because he's like, oh my God, she's really smart. She has a high survivor IQ. He, he has this moment where he literally says, uh, I don't want to give her the opportunity to play slow at the beginning and then emerge at the end and take me out. And I'm like, why are they telling us this in episode four if this doesn't, like for Deshaun to win, Erica needs to be eliminated. Is, if Eric is still in the game, Deshaun is not the winner, in my opinion, based on that one confessional. It was so ominous. And it literally happens at the 20-minute mark in episode four. And I went back just for fun, for shits and giggles. And literally at around the 20-minute mark of Survivor Samoa, episode four, is when Natalie gets her breakout confessional. And she completely undermines Russell. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to ride his coattails and make friends along the way and beat him at the end. And I'm like... It's hmm. funny that I mean I don't think that they're actually doing that. There's no link to it, but coincidence? Like, just like funny coincidence that I'm like I don't feel good about I don't feel great about most of the players in the game winning the game. <laughs> so I'm like I'm either going to get blindsided 100% or maybe we can catch this blindside before it hits us in the face and maybe it's Erica, I don't know. That I mean you do make a good point. It's like I can see so many people winning right now except for right. maybe Danny and Heather. Right. I like I could easily point out and deconstruct like why I don't think Ricard is going to win. He's so tethered to Shan all season that I'm like, what is he doing that Shan hasn't done and isn't like getting credit for really? Even this episode uh, with the move that they made, like mm-hmm. this was more Shan, even though Ricard did talk about it and get, get a moment for it. I'm like, you know, he's kind of in her shadow. Danny's just not around very often. He's just not highlighted. Uh, Heather is too invisible. Like, I'm sorry. If there's any under the radar winner, it's not Heather. It's going to be Erica between the two of them. No, I opinion. agree with that. Yeah. Um, Shan, I think she's coming for a fall. I think it's going to hit her sooner than later. In fact, I think it's going to happen next week. Uh, Liana, way too wrong and a little too cocky about it. You know, like a little too one note, too much on Xander, in my opinion. Uh, I think he, she he, might have a crush on him, but that's you know, <laughs> the point. That could happen. Uh, probably doesn't make too much of a difference for her winner potential. And, you know, it's like a, a, what do you call it? Like a schoolyard rivalry, you know, enemies turn lovers or whatever. I don't know what you want to say, but. <laughs> um, well, yeah, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like when, you know, little kids, when they, when they like each other, like, oh, you're so gross and disgusting, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like I had a crush in growing up in high, in uh, elementary school and this girl would, make fun of me but it's deep down it turned out she had a crush on me it's like yeah okay there there you go erica says in episode four and this is my thing she has this confessional where she says uh she says to be here on day eight and have not voted i don't even have a torch yet i feel restless i know i'm small i'm a sweet person but i'm actually a lion dressed like a lamb as much as Mm -hmm. i wanted to keep this innocent act up i'm ready to take off that lamb costume and show my teeth a little more Let's turn things up a notch, get some people out. And then she talks about Sydney and she's 100% backed up by the edit. Sydney's emotional and slightly erratic. Um, and then she's just gotten positive moments. Like people keep talking. Shan is like, she's this threat. I'm like, is she? Maybe she's gonna start burning bright at the end when she turns into this lion. And one other thing, the merge of Survivor Winners at War, there were two animals brought up and who won? If you guys remember winners at war with Tony. Uh the the lion. Right, the lions and the hyenas. Yeah. What do you know? Next season we get 
maybe Erica wins and says she turns into a lion at the I don't know. I'm cracked. You're not cracked. I think, I think, <laughs> it's, per- I think it's perfectly logical. Eh, to- it's a little weird. People are like, Luvu can't win. Luvu's too invisible. I'm like, yeah, but like, Natalie White won. Any- anything can happen. I'm, yeah, this has been such a weird season. I, I can, think this is I, a really weird season. Happening. I think this is it one is. of the stranger seasons. I'd be curious to see, like, in hindsight, once we know who wins, like, what made the most sense. Oh, oh sorry, guys. Out. We're getting some feedback from Adam. He's trying to reconnect. Sorry about that. Ah, okay. <laughs> Anyways. So, um, yeah. Do you want to talk about uh, what happened before the challenge? Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, let's do it. We'll okay. wait on Adam. We can talk about it. Um, so right before the challenge, what happened before the challenge again? Um, that was when, uh, that's when the conversations were happening and that wasn't it when, uh, people were, people wait, were doing things for the challenge. No, I'm look, I'm gonna look it up right now. Just I'm so I'm just so focused on uh, who the hell is gonna win Erica. this season now. I was really thinking it could have been Evie, but then she got taken out. Um, let's I see. Know. Oh yeah, so leading up to this, we had <laughs> we had Nasir versus Heather, which was great. Oh was yeah, yeah. No, that's what that's what I was thinking about. That was such like a weird <sighs> moment. Like I don't understand. I understand like Nasir you know being very honest and always saying what's on his mind but that was that was a little much yeah he uh he was correct in like calling out heather heather was uh trying to downplay her involvement in like getting nasir out or targeting nasir i guess trying to flush his idol maybe um which makes sense why nasir at the end of the episode is now like totally willing to burn heather uh but at the same time uh I do wonder if Nasir was a little bit too trusting of of the Shan Ricard uh, trio well, he had there. Obviously, <laughs> he, he trusted a little too hard there. I mean, I was going to ask you. There were basically of the of the ten players on this episode. I think there were five of them who made questionable calls and calls <laughs> that you could you could put into question whether they were good okay. or bad. Uh, I think the obvious one is Nasir. He decided not to play his idol, and it not too questionable, but you know. Uh, Nasir, Shan. You've got Nasir and Shan. You've got Ricard, who are kind of the same. Uh, they're one and the same with their move. Um, and then you've got Xander and I think Deshaun. I was about to say, uh, you were thinking about Deshaun? Yeah, so for me, the question was was it the right move for Shan? And Ricard to blindside Nasir and flush his get his idol out and get him out, or and also use their extra vote, or was that like? Do you think that keeping Heather around was worth it to to get Nasir out and lose his idol? That's one call to ask yourself. My thing, like, my thing is right. Is like Nasir, nobody around in his confessional listed Ricard as one of his top allies. So I do kind of question the jab to to get him out with his idol, because that's a number. 
I understand, like, you think he's a threat at the end. Like, me and Adam uh, this whole time have been saying if Nasir gets to the end, it's over because he's just so likable and his story is so great. But to take him out now, I mean, the only the only way you can justify it is just, like, well, Heather's just, like, she has nothing. Mm-hmm. Adam, you there? Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, that, okay. uh, we're struggling guys, with that. Shit. What are you doing? Did you did you guys talk about the uh, the hard of hearing scene with Ricard? Yeah, not yet. No, not yet. What'd you think? Not I yet. thought that was really cool. Yeah, I was intrigued by it. I thought uh, I thought it was a really. Co- I'm like always down for just because I spent so much time editing myself. I was intrigued to see mm-hmm. the editors do something completely unexpected like that. Yeah. I was curious to see how like how Ricard felt about it because I'm like he's the one who actually experiences this, so I'm like, is this actually how right. it is, or is? But no, he was on he, he on Twitter. So... <laughs> he, he doesn't I'm... hear that as bad as the edit was making it sound, you know. But yeah. it, it's still hard of hearing in his right ear, you know, obviously, and he does have to read lips and 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 uh, mm-hmm. you know read body language and stuff like that. And that's all very impressive, but but now the edit. I, I don't think represented it that well. Um, okay. I know he was, I, I know he had mentioned that he wished the show had uh, talked about his, his um, whatever his condition is called, which is called hard of hearing uh, more. So I'm glad that they gave that opportunity uh, this episode because it's a big thing for him. And I, I don't think he's, he definitely doesn't shy away from talking about it. Uh, but it's no. interesting that they had never really, brought it up i know he had mentioned it maybe in one confessional up until now but um i i felt like it was it was a cool uh moment it's something that they uh really haven't done before the you know doing like the close-ups and people's lips and like mm-hmm. obviously Absolutely. they were trying to make like a point of view like so that the audience could experience what he was experiencing and and same as you putting from an editor um perspective i thought it was also kind of cool uh for them to to switch it up like that but no, um, I, I, it I seems think, like I it hasn't affected did, his game. That I much. think what they did in the editing is put it into perspective that hearing people could understand how hard it is for him to understand other people. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like obviously it's not like like sound just fading in and out, in and out, in and out. You know, right? Um, but I think I, what I did like is that the editors were putting it into because us as hearing people, we can't really understand how that is. Um, yeah. So I'm glad that they put it into a way where, like, you know, that is challenging <laughs> that you can't right. hear out of your right ear. Like, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why he's sure always he's, he's always seated on the right hand side at tribal council is very intentional. You wouldn't people don't really think too hard about like the seating arrangement when they sit down at mm-hmm. tribal. But absolutely, uh, I actually think that's like a big part of why I'm like a little more lenient on live tribals is because if they can't ever get out of their seat they're stuck to what the producers do with where they sit. And that can be very, de- yeah. that can strongly determine like who they're able to talk to or strategize with. Absolutely. Um, yeah. and, and whisper to yeah. or whatever, based on producers decide to put you in the very front row in the middle. And suddenly you are unable to whisper to anyone without it being heard by like three other people. I don't know. So, so mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he sits on the right hand side every time because of that. Right. Yeah. I was always, I was always, I was surprised they hadn't mentioned him being hard of hearing yet. Um, I'm, I'm surprised it took him this long 
because it would kind of give you perspective on you know why is he always looking around seemingly you know with he calls them on twitter crazy eyes you know <laughs> it's like, it's like, he has yeah. some great like just, just reactionary shots and gifts yeah. of him just looking he's got he's got a unique look <laughs> he's just like like he gives you the shady boots as you would say shady yeah. boots, exactly <laughs> I'm, yeah so i, I was surprised i yeah. haven't talked about that and then i'm also surprised that they haven't mentioned um chantel's ms yet i thought they would have mentioned that too i actually didn't even know that she had MS. yeah there's an article about it you can read okay yeah but Maybe yeah i, I was did like, know but it's been like two and a half months Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's cra- it's cra- I mean that that's that's another great thing that that you know a castaway overcoming as well. So I was that was those right. two things that was two things leading up to you know as the episodes roll on I'm like when are we going to talk about this? Yeah, um, I'm not sure if you guys mentioned it when I was dipping in and out um, I couldn't hear you guys. I joined once or twice and I heard Peridium talking in like <laughs> extreme slow mo. Was like sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have no clue what you guys talked about while I was gone. But so if you've already talked about this, you can stop me. But um, Chantel kind of there's that moment when she's like standing what right next to was it Xander and Erica and was just kind of like, hey guys, let's go talk over here away from everyone else. And it was the right. the power um, five, I guess, um, with Danny, Liana, um, herself, and uh, we got the Ricard in there too, and Deshaun. Um, which we already knew that that was the power five. So it's not like anything was revealed, new information, bringing them aside, but still kind of like a weird move of her to do that uh, right in front of them. Um, And then um, I wanted to ask you guys, like, why do you think Chantel's so, it seems like she's so cool with letting Xander stay. There's been like a couple times now where like someone's thrown out Xander and she just immediately is like, no, we'll, let's let's it's too soon for xander because from my perspective at the moment xander uh you know he has the idol the extra vote um arguably has the biggest resume of any player in the season thus far whereas someone like erica um who chantelle is is privy on getting out wow i think she's a good player she just doesn't have a resume of anything the only move she's really done is the back in time move which mm-hmm. probably hurt her more than helped her as far as like winning potential. Cause a lot of people, you know, the five people she screwed, um, you know, Maybe. obviously weren't, I mean, I think she could have gotten voted out though. If she didn't do that. I think that was, no, I, be- I think yeah. it was the right move, but yeah. she clearly doesn't have as big anywhere near as big of a resume as Xander. So like, did you guys, were you guys thinking the same thing? It just seems like for some reason Chantel just so, doesn't see Xander as a threat. Well, I will say, uh, not to like correct too much, but there was the moment last week where they were going to split the vote between Tiffany mm-hmm. and Nasir. And right. it was actually uh, uh, Shan who said, I don't like that. Don't put it on Nasir. She's like, we have to go for Xander, mm. I think. Okay. So it might have been actually the opposite, where she was actually thinking we need to go for Xander. Don't do Nasir. Don't do Nasir, which is yeah a strange contrast to this week where she ultimately did go for Nasir. Uh, although right. obviously Xander wasn't on the table at that point, but right. uh, yeah, I think that's, I think for me, the most compelling part is just watching the friction play out on deciding who to use as like the split vote plan or the decoy boot uh, between all these different targets they have, knowing that there's a, for sure an idol out there, knowing Xander has it, uh, knowing that he duped them once at the merge. Uh, and then like, how do they play around that? And it's also like, for me, what I like, what I found interesting about this episode was seeing 
the five, the five, the core four plus Ricard come together mm -hmm. and really draw the line in the sand. I mean, there was a, it was very stark how brazen they were right yeah. next. Like it wasn't even like, sometimes you're kind of like, are they editing so that they're close, but they're not actually that close, but they're supposed to look close. I'm like, right. no, they're right there. And they're actually talking about how like arrogant they're kind of coming across with Erica and uh, Xander, just like, you got, are, yeah. they, are they, do they think we're like idiots? Like they're right there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Okay, I guess they think we don't have they even said like they must think we don't have the perception or the ability to like round up the people at the bottom. And for me, for a while, we didn't really see who was exactly where in the totem pole. We knew that there was this mm -hmm. core four alliance. But beyond that, I was like, is Ricard fifth? I know he's close to Shan. Does that mean that he's automatically fifth? So for this episode, it did start to cement like, okay, no, Ricard is fifth possibly higher even uh, based on next week's promo um mm -hmm. <laughs> and then and then we've got like the bottom dwellers which were erica heather and nasir of this eight person majority for a while and then we saw the assay three at the bottom and i guess sydney fit in there somewhere uh so i don't know i i do wonder like what's going on with xander as far as there's certain level of like he is very threatening on paper i kind mm -hmm. of almost feel like he's the term paper tiger if you know what that means where he looks more threatening than he might right. be because he doesn't have any social capital at the moment. And he's mm -hmm. basically burned his closest allies for the last two votes now. He's let them all walk out the door, I think at this mm -hmm. point on purpose. Um, I do kind of wonder if like, they want him out, but they're like, we're not gonna like throw ourselves on that grenade to get him out. So is he, I don't know, is he, does he have a lot of wiggle room besides winning immunity, playing his idol whenever he does like Mike Holloway? I don't know. Um, yeah. it's, it's, just, it's like Peridium said earlier in the episode. Um, they're seeing something about Erica to just, you know, strike fear into their hearts. <laughs> um, so it might be a case to where Erica's not getting, we're not seeing everything out of Erica and we're seeing kind of a bloated version of Xander and, you know, like like Peridium said, they just really aren't that scared of him because he doesn't have social game. But something about Erica. What's up with that? Yeah, why is all of a sudden Erica this like big bad monster that that Shan needs to get out? She's uh Shan is like yeah. Erica has because last time she said if you go back puzzles like if you go back, Shan actually does say she's like I think we need to put the votes split up between Xander and Tiffany. Right. And then that's now like she's like, no, 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 Erica, Erica, Erica now after uh, after Tiffany goes, which is a little mm -hmm. inconsistent. I don't really understand. And I'm like, where did where did Erica come from? Like, where did right. Mary come from? Where did Erica come from all of a sudden to yeah. be this like strategic threat that people are like, she's good. Like, she'll get you. And I'm like, since when? <laughs> right. It's probably true is the funny thing, though. If you yeah. let her stay in for long enough, she probably would find a way. Right. Yeah. I, I, I was going to say, I don't know if you guys heard the, the siren. Me, me and Gideon always, since we're both in New York, we're always trying to see who will, uh, who, 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 who the siren was, uh, audio will come through. I guess this mm. episode, it's myself. Gideon being in Harlem, you'd think it would, it would be him more often, but. Um, uh, I had sirens right before the episode and I closed my window, so. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Um, 
But uh, yeah, we had a classic challenge today. I thought the the final showdown between Xander and Deshaun was pretty um, was pretty epic. I think um, seems like there's been a lot of uh, blowout wins this season. Have haven't been a lot of like close ones. Um, but Xander wins; it extends his resume even more with another uh, immunity win, another win. But um, it's it's kind of like the the question that we get asked pretty much every season, where it's like, do you want to keep winning trying your hardest in challenges because the more you win the more people see you as a threat and want to take you out but also the more you win the more you know power you get in those 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 tribals so i don't know if you guys were xander do you think you would chill absolutely not absolutely not absolutely not no i think i'd go for it i think at that point you have to Knowing you're in a tribe of five people, right. you knowing you have an idol in your back pocket, knowing if you win immunity, like there's two people at the bottom. Um, yeah, I think especially for this episode, I'm like Xander. I thought I he was gonna. From, like, I thought he was gonna. Oh, from here on out, does he go for yeah. it? Uh, yes. I say yeah. Just try your best. Try to be immune. The best you always you can be is, you, look. If you play Survivor, I think the best way to do it is go out all out for the immunity challenges. And then if there's individual reward, then throw those. I think Survivor opinion. is like so predominantly social at the end of the day that like you, you're you're you deciding to be cute with the immunity challenges and stuff is mm-hmm. not as big of a deal unless you are literally like Mike Holloway and you have absolutely no allies left to right. It's like the final nine and you have no choice. Right. Then it's like, yeah, you, ha- you do have to go all out. But I'm like, maybe you don't have to win every single one, but... You're not going to, you more than likely aren't going to win or lose Survivor because you didn't win an immunity challenge. So I'd say just go for it and hope for the best. Put your, put your back into right. it, which, which uh, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm like, with, with the Christian, when they did this on David versus Goliath, they did this immunity challenge, right? Christian went for six right. hours. Yeah, but the, it was, they told them to put their back right. uh, on the post. So yeah. they didn't put their back into it. On the David versus Goliath one, they forgot. Exactly. Which is what led Christian and, and Alec to be able to like stretch more. Jeff and... was Jeff was like, "No way, I'm fitness in here. Sit here for seven hours again." <laughs> yeah, like, like, no put... freaking way. He was strict. He was telling this series, "Like, get your arm around there. I'm not gonna let that fly." <laughs> like, he's like, "I can't do it. I can't." I'm I literally, gonna... I literally can't feel my arm. I know. He's like, I don't care. You're done. Oh, that great! The great when he's going to celebrate and he he tries to uh, clap his hands to celebrate for Xander and Erica, <laughs> and he just misses, and then he's like, "Oh, I, I can't feel my hands." Yeah. I know that, that awkward so that awkward hug between uh, Xander and Deshaun, and Deshaun. was, oh, was yeah. great. They're just like uh, uh, like wearing massive body suits, like sumo wrestlers. They just can't hug each other. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, after the challenge, like you said, it would have been super interesting if. Um, if if one if it would have been not split into groups and we could have seen like the Deshaun versus Chantel, you know, clash that we thought was coming, or if they did split into groups, I was hoping that uh, Chantel and Deshaun would <coughs> land in the same groups and that one of them wouldn't win immunity, um, and that just didn't end up happening. But one thing I thought was interesting in the tribal council lead up was Nasir uh, goes up to Heather and basically says. Uh, you're going home. He kind of says it's one of you guys, but obviously Erica having immunity wasn't going to be her. He says you're going home, uh, which is kind of like, you know, Survivor 101, don't don't tell people when they're going home. <laughs> but I thought it was even funnier that uh, um, Shan- or, uh, Erica then asked Nasir uh, to play his idol for him the day after Heather tried 
you know, to switch all the votes onto Nazir. Um, mm. I thought that was a, a, a pretty funny interaction. And of course, it didn't even end up mattering because Nasir ended up going home. But um, there were like there were two of those. There was like Erica just sort of being like, would you play it for Heather? Even the last <laughs> episode, she created a whole kerfuffle trying yeah. to get you out. And then also Liana going up to Xander being like, would you give yeah. me your idol? It's like, <laughs> oh, are we just trying to be pleasant with each other now? Like after you literally in front of everyone tried to steal it with an advantage? Like that right. I had to spend all this time working around and now you're just gonna casually be like, Hey, can I have that? You might can I just can I have some of that? Like, you know. Yeah, like, remember that I know I tried stealing from you? Can I right. just give it to me? You know? There's a there was a lot um, of like questionable, funny, somewhat sloppy, almost you could say Gabon esque moments of gameplay this episode where yeah, I kinda liked like Oh, I love it. I think it's great. I, I really enjoyed it. When when Liana, yeah, said Xander had a had a ugly face or what? What? Or hated I hate his, his face. I hate his face. It's like yeah. I'm. I, yeah. I honestly, it's petty. It's 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 what I, I thought it was pretty amusing. I'm like, you don't get that very often. Like people are very cordial, and I don't mind people being cordial, but it's more fun when there's a little bit more of like animosity. I think you well, get more of a rivalry. They, there's some youngins. There's some youngins on this season, so I'm not surprised you're seeing that. I mean, you got people that are social media warriors coming out on here, man. They, I think, I mean, one of my know. favorite episodes is like Tony and Trish and Cass yelling at each other for like 45 minutes straight. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, the yeah. closer we trend to that and, and somebody yelling in Llama, the, the better the episode will get. So if it Absolutely. means like Xander and Liana have to hate each other and they're still in the game, like, I don't mind. It's not that big a deal. It's just it's just reality TV. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, once again, in this episode, I've once again, uh, Ricard just kind of spits straight facts to Chantel and Chantel responds by sort of panicking and not listening to him. And in the end, she did. But it seems like this is the maybe third or fourth time this has happened where it just seems like Ricard has such great awareness of where everyone's position is, where everyone stands. And then he goes to tell Chantel about it. And she just has, is completely off uh, on a different page, you know, referring to uh, him saying like, why are we voting Heather out? Like she has one ally and it's Erica. Who's like probably the second least likely to win besides, well, not if you ask Peridium, but um, at least the perception <laughs> on the Island, it seems at the moment is that Erica and Heather maybe have the two, least amount of, of social capital. Um, but, and Heather obviously has no idol, no no resume to, be, to, to speak of whatsoever. And yet she's Chantel's number one target. And I could tell Ricard just wanted to like blow up and and very calmly just like, it doesn't make sense. Why, why are we doing this? But mm-hmm. um, where you have someone like Nasir and this time it, it worked, he ended up changing her mind. Um, at first I, I, I thought, Ricard flipped and didn't tell Chantel, like when they were oh, reading the votes. When he was, when, oh, okay. Oh, oh, at the end. Okay. Yeah. Like when it was three Nasir, three for um, Heather. Uh, Heather. I thought that Chantel, I thought Ricard flipped and Chantel snuffed, sniffed that out uh, beforehand and then played her both of her extra vote and her regular vote on Heather. Mm-hmm. Uh, as insurance, but that was totally not the case. Oh, um, no. But uh, I don't know. I mean, you guys agree? Chantel seems like she was just at the top for so long, and it just seems like she's like her awareness of the game is is kind of um, she hasn't been on any rewards, right? So I know she's her her food levels have been 
pretty low, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought uh, I thought that uh, I thought it was pretty smart of Ricard on some level, um, analyzing mm -hmm. like using this extra vote. I do kind of wonder though, because I felt like I didn't. This is the thing where I'm like, it's interesting to see the majority alliance and like what's really happening in that majority alliance. Seeing the eight people, uh, the five Luvu, and then uh, is it five Luvu or is it six? It's five. Yeah, plus uh, Shannon yep. Ricard and Liana, mm -hmm. so the eight of them. And I'm like, where does Nasir fall? And it turns out, I think Nasir was actually pretty pretty damn close to Ricard and, and Shan, um, so much so that he was willing to in a five-person tribe where only one person of the three, of the four, was eligible to be voted for. He was willing to stake all of his bets, his life in the game, on not playing an idol with five people and just cruising to, uh, you know, to Heather getting voted out like three to two at the very worst. And uh, I thought there's a lot to talk about with like the decision between what Shannon Ricard did. Um, mm -hmm. And I do kind of feel like I'm half in the bag mixed. I'm like mixed on what they chose to do by getting rid of him this episode. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it might have consequences, I think, because I don't think Heather's with them at all. But mm -hmm. I almost feel like they kind of got rid of like an outlier ally who was loyal to them just because he was likable and he had an idol. So I'm like, if he doesn't have an idol, do you get rid of him? Is that what the deal is? Is it because of the idol that you guys chose to get rid of him? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I think what'd so. You, what did you think, Gideon? Think do you so. think it was the right call to uh, get out Nasir here? Or should they have... Because they could have voted out either of them. Both of them were open. They blindsided mm -hmm. Nasir, but Heather was there for the taking if they wanted to vote her out. From how the edit is making it look, I wouldn't have gotten out Nasir because Nasir is my ally. And Heather is not my ally. And usually in a game of numbers, you want to keep people that are numbers. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know, I know, Adam, you, you might disagree with me, but. Yeah, I, um, I think they made the right move. I just, Nasir, I guess you could say is an ally, but like they've only, Chantel and Ricard have only voted with him at this point. Uh, would it be two times? And like, he's not in like the power. He's sort of like a sixth, I guess, of, of like this power lines with Danny so it's like and maybe they thought that oh by saving Heather she could sort of replace him and I would rather have Heather as an ally than the seer because she I feel like is just a easy, more easily controllable and she doesn't mm -hmm. have an idol I feel like Nasir was just waiting for like a big moment to make a big move whereas I think Heather's just waiting to Heather's a loose cannon are you kidding me <laughs> yeah but she's a loose cannon with no track like she has no no cannonballs in her cannon you know she's she's, she's an empty cannon well I, I do you okay do you honestly think that heather's now going to switch and align with ricard and shan yeah hmm i think i i don't i, I mean i wouldn't say it's a, a definite thing but if you're saying is, is, no. the, is it a if possibility you're, if, yeah if you're heather and you're in that bottom position, bro. You will take any chance you get, like, to to scratch. But your I'd rather of... have I'd rather have her as as a, a rival, as someone on the on the opposing side than Nasir. Because one, I just think Nasir is a more crafty player. He could have finagled something, uh, uh, and because Nasir had an idol too. I don't know. I I feel like it was, it Nasir, was the right Nasir is too honest. <laughs> Hot He's take. Too, he was but... too loyal to uh, the most dangerous players, I think, in the in the game. Um, exactly. I think uh, for me personally, I wasn't that. I, I'm like on some hand, I, I liked 
on some level, I liked what they were able to do with like using the extra vote. I do worry <laughs> though that I could see Heather because the plan was going to be blindside Nasir four to one, mm -hmm. right? There was four and they were going to work with Erica and Heather. And that's what the plan ended up being for Erica and Heather. But Shan took her extra vote and played it against Heather and they or yeah. played against Nasir and they both voted for Heather, which was, I don't think the plan for Heather. Heather's right. plan was we're going to go four one. Oh, now it's three, three. Okay. Well, obviously, hopefully you guys don't vote me out. They didn't. Okay, so we followed the lines. We followed what our plan was, except I ended up getting three votes somehow from you two. So I imagine mm -hmm. I could easily see next episode Heather all of a sudden being like, I don't mind taking Shannon Ricard out now. Like they were willing to potentially throw me to the wolves in the event that, say, uh, Nasir played his idol. We all knew he had it. Um, they had a contingency right. plan to either protect themselves from Nasir playing an idol or Heather and Erica flipping. That's why they played the extra vote to prevent Erica and Heather from flipping on them. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys mm -hmm. thought looked into this at all, but it's been like discussed online for a little bit about like, what was the right move? And yeah. uh, was it a good idea to, to waste the extra vote? That, you know? yeah, that I thought was not, I, I'm still kind of figuring out why she used the extra vote. I can I can explain it because I've been sitting here parsing through it all day trying to make sense of it. Yeah. In I, fact, Shan wrote Shan messaged me. Flipped, but... She she thanked me because I explained it on Twitter today, basically oh, basically breaking us, it down. Please. So I figured okay. I just yeah like uh, I've seen the initial the initial reaction to it online was people were very uh, thought it was a waste of an, of, a, of an advantage. They thought it was pointless because they ultimately got Nasir out anyway. That was the original plan from the get go to blindside him. Uh, mm -hmm. Clearly, Nasir was going to vote out Heather. He did. So even if he played his idol, it still would have gotten out Heather, who was the secondary <clears throat> target. So like, what does Shannon Ricard have to gain from using an advantage? And the right. answer is basically like Monday morning, Monday morning quarterbacking and results-based analysis is very common. It's very easy. But when you're in the moment, you can't do that. If you're any player going forward and you're in that five-person tribal council and you're in those circumstances that they were in, you can't say, well, you know, results-based thinking doesn't work because the results haven't happened yet. So in that moment, you need to cover your bases as best you can so that in the event that anything happens, like you have to generally assume that the players you're against, especially if you think that they're pretty smart like Erica, they're going to play optimally or maybe they're going to do something. Like if they don't fully trust Shannon Ricard, Erica even said to us, she would like to get Shan out if possible, but she can't because she doesn't have Nasir. So... Mm -hmm. Her neck, but they, they, Shannon Ricard, this is really Ricard who did the thinking, I think, the, the arithmetic of it all. They realized that if they both vote for Nasir and put two votes on Nasir, Nasir puts one vote on Heather. If Heather and Erica decide to take their two votes and put them on Shannon Ricard, that creates a 2-2-1. And all of a sudden in a 2-2-1, they go to re-vote. Guess who can't re-vote? Nasir can't vote because he's got two votes and Shannon Ricard can't vote because they have two votes. So now there's three people voting. Erica and Heather control the revote. They could easily vote Shannon Ricard out. Right? Do you guys get that? The, yeah. the, the complicated. So they're like, hold on a second. If we don't fully trust them and they know that and they are like feeling weird about us, there's a very easy play for them to make. Why don't we just use this extra vote? to cover our bases in the event that they don't the, the event that they do flip if they do flip we need to make sure that we don't get egg on our face and like walk out the door with an idol or an extra vote in our pocket and i was like on one hand they did waste it because ultimately it didn't really do anything like special 
But then mm-hmm. on the other hand, I look at it like I looked into the history of extra votes and literally no extra vote has made a difference in the history of Survivor. Zero. From Dan Foley to God, whoever the last one was, I guess it was Aurora and Gavin. Literally mm-hmm. zero extra votes have ever made a difference. Debbie played two mm-hmm. on Ozzy. Uh, Lauren Rimmer got voted out with one in her pocket. Uh, Kellen played one at the merge, around the merge of uh, Ghost Island, didn't matter. No votes have ever, no extra votes have ever mattered. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, the best thing you can usually do with an extra vote isn't treat it like an idol isn't treat it like an idle nullifier or whatever knowledge is power is treat it like it's like a buffer to like play defense because you can prevent other people from making moves on you with it by padding the numbers in your favor. People think like if I get to the final eight and I have an extra vote in my pocket, I can get four other people and create five out of four. But I'm like, that's really like that scenario is so situational. And it's a, there's a reason why in 11 seasons, it's literally never happened. It's so situational. So for me, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, they didn't get the person out. Like they, they, they didn't have the people flip on them like they thought might happen, but that's not a bad thing. They didn't get flipped on by Erica and Heather. So I don't know, it's, it's a little complicated, but I know that this is what they were thinking because it's what ended up happening. And yeah, it's, it's tough to explain like in a way that's like, doesn't make it look like they just threw their vote away. But I mm-hmm. think when it comes to advantages, it's just that it's an advantage. It's not like, it's like you get a little bit of a heads up, a little little bit of a lead. You get a little bit of a toy to work with to protect yourself. Worst case scenario, if it happens, they're safe. It didn't happen, mm-hmm. but they would have been safe if it did. If, if Erica and Heather did flip, which they easily could have, they were safe. Um, right. So I'm not too bothered by it. But then on the same token, I'm also worried that because I did do it, it might cause Heather to flip. And I actually think there's a scenario next week where... Deshaun flips and uh, Shannon's yeah. voted out, so or Ricard's yeah. voted out. With Xander's, yeah, ex- Xander's extra vote, understood. it's funny because I'm like defending this extra vote usage, but then I'm like, there's very rare circumstances where an extra <laughs> vote's going to tip your the numbers in your favor, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I think next week it's actually could easily happen with Xander playing his two votes, rounding up Erica, rounding up Heather, Deshaun flips like he wants to. Uh, suddenly, that's five to four that extra vote is the big difference. And I'm like, there, what are you going to do? Welcome to Survivor. It's crazy. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think Shan and Ricard are definitely the hot seat for tomorrow based on that, the, yeah. the, her playing the extra vote and putting votes on Heather and uh, oh, yeah. the preview oh, yeah. for the next episode. Um, oh, yeah. Now, the other tribal council I don't think has is as, um, you know, complex captivating, <laughs> captivating no, it's complex <laughs> is very clear um, i mean the, i think was the middle i think the most i think the most captivating part of, about about that tribal council is just that the edit tries to convince you that liana's going home like no chance like any, anybody else is going home and you know they, they set it up like that and then ends up being a pretty vanilla yeah I think the question is like at one point does it boil up to the surface and does Deshaun decide to finally make a move, and mm-hmm. was it tonight or is it not yet? Not yet. It's like all right, not yeah. yet. Well, but we thought maybe it could happen. Is Deshaun in the mindset that he just wants to cut off the head of the snake? You know, which is Chantel. I think he I doesn't think so. have yeah because he I think he does have that mentality. He just didn't have the opportunity. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, because because he has the opportunity to take out. You know somebody who's basically one of Liana. Chantel's ankle biters. Yeah, Liana. Yeah, but, but 
yeah, I think that would just make it tougher for him to get out her next week because now she sees it coming. Yeah, yeah. True. And she has an idol, and everybody knows it. Right. Yeah. Really, the only thing I was left wondering at the end of the second tribal council was did Xander just get overconfident and thinking, oh, we have Deshaun, or did he just think it would be better for him to keep the idol but lose his number one? And I, I think, think it's the latter. Personally. I think I think it was best for Xander to keep his idol, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did read a little bit of Exit Press from uh, Evie and and yeah from mm. Evie, and from what it sounds like, obviously it's not firsthand. We need to hear from from Xander himself, but uh, probably won't happen yet. So it sounds like he actually trusted Danny, and thought that wow. Danny and to some extent Deshaun were actually going to vote out Liana. Huh. Interesting. So he decided not to burn his idol because he didn't think he needed to. I mean, I'm oh. sure he's partially okay with Evie going because he had two different advantages in his pocket and either one of them would have saved Evie if he wanted to play it. Like right. He could have played the extra vote, made it three to three, and that would have saved them because Evie's immune on a revote. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, he didn't. I, I, I think he got, a, I think he is like desperate for some social, you know, so, say social capital. He doesn't have, he hasn't had any since they got to, he, has, he literally couldn't even vote since episode two. Like the guy <laughs> is playing, he's like, he's like an observer to this season on the island. He's basically <laughs> not voting, just winning immunity, can't get voted for. And he's just watching people leave the game every episode. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I, um, I think he, he would, I think he wanted Evie to stay if he could have had a way and gotten rid of Liana, but yeah. I'm also kind of like he's probably, you know, he's probably better off having his idol at this point for himself, I guess. Yeah, yeah. especially because, you know, he's so dominant at challenges. And it doesn't look like there's that many physical um, threats left. To be honest, I thought the probably the one that um, is the, we mean, getting to talk about the more, the only other, like, well-rounded physical competitor this season i think is maybe nasir and as soon as he walked in he noticed he was yeah. gone so it's like who is really his competition at this point <laughs> day i'm surprised danny hasn't done anything man nfl player i mean uh, survivors post merges tend to be like uh more like endurance and yeah yeah like st strength and speed aren't as relevant uh at least not in the middle early merge it's usually like maybe right. the end game but even then, like Winners at War had like that ball in the in the tubes going down. Like that's yeah. literally right. nothing. Like Danny doesn't have an advantage with that. So yeah, or like balancing blocks and you have to slowly release the rope. It's like you know, there's really not much a football mm -hmm. player is going to make a difference with. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, Gideon, do you want to put up the uh, teams so you can check? Yeah. In? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd love to do that. Um, if you guys don't know, we did a fantasy draft. I had the first four boots on my team. But uh, as you guys can see, I've been making a little comeback as of recently. We're tied now. We're, We're tied. tied now. That's right. Tied it up, baby. Um, so, yeah, I think you, you're looking pretty – pretty strong though adam you have some power players i mean you have the winner erica on your team <laughs> <laughs> but i'm saying you know maybe deshaun's it's it's i feel like deshaun's the front runner if he takes shan out so 
right. it's looking pretty split you got like gideon looks stronger i think on paper but i think adam's team could could squeak it out one of them maybe xander uh, yeah maybe xander can squeak it out for you um I, I can't really see Liana winning, to be honest, but, you know. No. I don't have her okay. winning. I have... Uh, who, um... I, I'm going to say Ricard is possible, possible winner. Who would you guys him. give, if you had to give, like, an MVP of the episode to um, oh. this, this oh. episode? I oh, would... I, honestly, though. mine, you know, I could honestly see... I mean, I would say Xander. If, if somehow Evie would have stayed without him having to use anything. I think that would have been a huge win for him. Mm. Um, if I had to give it to someone, it might be... Um, Were you going to say Erica Xander winning initially? I, I, I'd say he's he's, a, he's an option. I, he's an option. I, I would okay. probably give it to Ricard. I feel like... Um, yeah. You know, I feel like the, the whole thing with um, putting votes on Heather, I feel like that maybe that leans more towards Chantel because ultimately she's the one who did use the extra vote. Um but yeah, this is a tough one. I don't think it was a clear cut player feel, of the episode. I feel like this is one of those episodes where it's going to only look better for certain people in hindsight once we know what happens next week. Whereas yeah. in the moment, True. I feel like there was a lot of like I was saying to uh, Gideon when you were off the call, I was like, there were a lot of questionable calls made this episode from like at least half the cast that you could easily see both sides of the coin and right. be like, this was good, but also not good. This was bad, but also pretty good. Um, like, I think, I think I'd probably give the MVP to Ricard for putting together that safety precautionary plan, using the extra vote to protect themselves. But I'm also like, I, in my head cannon and my speculation for next week, it like is their demise. Right, but that might not have happened. So at the moment, I think just strictly based on this episode alone, mm -hmm. I guess maybe on some level it's like Heather survived when she maybe shouldn't have. But I don't know if that was really Heather doing it. Yeah. <laughs> don't think it was. Right. do it was Heather. Don't don't even think Erica did that much other than sit there as well. No, that was, um, it was all Ricard. It was Ricard and most. It was all Ricard. So that's yeah. what that's why I would say Ricard. That's why. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Shan cool. didn't want to do it. She did ultimately, but yeah, mm -hmm. she wasn't. She didn't want to. Now, but, was it know, the first might... time that someone successfully changed Chantel's minds on a subject? <laughs> and now we're like, Ricard might win the season because he convinced Shan to do what he wants for the first time <laughs> in nine, nine episodes. He finally got to her. Winner <laughs> at it. Winner at it. <laughs> Winner's at it. Yeah, winner's at it right there. It's funny yeah. how that works. Uh, I think this might be like. She's been very much digging her heels in the in the sand all season about, especially with mm -hmm. Ricard. I'm, that's why I was a little bit surprised too. Like you said, you're a little bit confused at the end. Like what happened with the with the split vote? And it's like I think she just went. Believe it or not, she went with what Ricard suggested. Right. It's it's doesn't seem yeah. as logical as uh, you wouldn't expect it from Shan, but yeah, I'm glad that they showed that conversation between Ricard and Chantel, and you know. And it's letting us know who was the brains behind that move. So, mm, mm -hmm. I don't know. We shall do you guys, see. Do you guys think that Shan, like we saw did you, in the next time on Survivor for next week, mm -hmm. we saw it's looking really heated between Deshaun apparently is targeting Ricard. But yeah. Liana tells, we see from these quick moments, Liana tells uh, Shan and Ricard about this. And they're like, we got to vote out Deshaun. And Deshaun's like, 
apparently like not he's not he's he's pretending that he doesn't go after ricard but yeah. we see that he actually does say that so i'm like either they're manipulating it to lie to us but i honestly think the <laughs> next time ons in every episode are pretty accurate to what happens next week it's just a sliver of it right i yeah ricard is the player of the episode today but man he could be gone do you have a prediction for who goes next who gets eighth place probably ricard i don't know the, yeah, next ricard. time on survivor man it convinced i feel like chantel plays the idol and ricard goes home or something like that i'm not i don't know plot twist i'm gonna say deshaun next week Ooh, could be could be yeah i could see I'm that say deshaun. i'm gonna say i'm gonna say chantel sniffs it out and somehow pulls um enough people together to uh mm. save who herself would she who would she pull? Who would Liana? It, say, it, it would have to be somebody other than Liana, Ricard, and Chantel, because we know that's a three. Who would Chantel pull? So it's yeah. what eight, eight people remaining. Eight people. Yeah. You pull Xander. Here, I'll, I'll pull up the graph. I'll pull up the graph. Xander. Xander. Xander's extra vote. Get five votes. Flip the strips. Flip the script on the Sean and Danny. Yeah. Is that it? Is that the? Because I could easily see it going the other way now that we've seen uh, Chantel like basically set her sights on getting Erica out. Mm -hmm. I'm like, and and we've seen for weeks now. We've seen Deshaun wanting to get basically just getting frustrated with Shan. So I'm like, are the pieces yeah. aligning for this to blow back in her face? I don't know. Yeah. I could also see Heather, and the reason I say that is because I've I remember episodes in the past where like huge powers clash and instead of fighting to the bitter end to see if one of them goes they both just kind of like okay let's let's just take the easy vote for now and clash get more down the road so something i could else, also potentially see heather who mm -hmm. else has an extra vote deshaun right no he used it he used it on sydney or on evie yeah who uh, else has one is it just that's Xander? it there's just, just uh just xander's got an idol an extra vote and shan has an idol that's it. You know what's crazy? Brilliant. We're I'm in, having such a hard time keeping. We're in up season forty-one, nine episodes, about to hit episode ten. We've had zero idols played. Like yeah. that's to me the biggest. Like, this is like this new era of the show. But I'm like, if anything, it's gone way back as far as like gameplay. Where in the older seasons, it like used to be chains. like, yeah, like you get somebody with an idol and they just hold it all season and then maybe don't even play it. I do think there's a like, there's a pretty strong likelihood we'll get an idol next week. Um, yeah. Hmm. I'm just surprised. What's the last season where no happened. idol was played at all? Was it Token Chains? Uh, wow. Yeah. That's an interesting question. Yeah, maybe. Because I'm like, what I don't, else? and I don't even mean successfully played. I mean just played no, just in general. At all. Yeah. yeah. Token Chains didn't have. Well, was one played on? No, it wasn't. Brandon got blindsided within his pocket. Snuffed would know. Snuff, tell us. Tell us the answer. Snuffed. Hey, what's up, Snuffed? <laughs> um i think he probably i think we're gonna see an idol played at least one uh unless they get like shan blindsided completely blindsided next week because you don't need xander doesn't need to play his idol i think just xander just needs to use his extra vote and pull in the people if he can but is an idol gonna yeah. go back into play now that one's been i don't think out? so i personally yeah, think I they're think not so. gonna do it i think they're gonna leave it the way they are i think we're gonna have two idols for the rest of the season mm. i think that might be a bigger change to what the show is doing with on the oh, back crap. end that we are, and especially given the way it's gone, I do think they sort of occasionally will do things on the fly, depending mm -hmm. on how the season is going. Like Palau was supposed to have a swap. They didn't do a swap because 
right. yeah, let's just watch the tribe get demolished. I do think they'll do things on the fly if it makes for better TV. I could see like Jeff just being like, you know, there's still two idols. It's compelling. Let's just go with it. Leave it the way it is. Because yeah. they had to activate them all, and they're obviously not going to do that again. Like, right. You know, right. I think that's no. like the current. The idols and I like, think the, it, it, well, that is definitely the, back to basics a little more than I think the two people that have the idols right now are a very interesting two to have. It's not just like if like oh, yeah. Heather had one, it was if it was like Heather and Chantel, then I probably wouldn't be as um, as excited. But yes, Snuff got it. It was Korong. That was it. I knew it was there was like oh, one season. Shoot. No, because Ty mm. blindsided them. Korong. Yeah, Korong didn't have an idol play. That's right, because Ty held them all. Yeah, forgot. (laughs) Ty held them all. Didn't yeah, he didn't face any trouble. Scott got blindsided with one in his pocket. Um, He did. He did play his extra vote. This is like the whole extra vote stuff. He Ty did play an extra vote on Michelle. Didn't matter. I'm so surprised. That's an interesting statistic that an extra vote has never made the difference. Because when the extra vote was introduced to Survivor, I was like, well, this is going to be epic. When there's a tie, somebody's going to break the tie. I can't believe it's never happened. It's literally never happened in all the times. I'm like, even now, I just started realizing this this week as of the last 24 hours. Like I made a video not recent, not recently about people who have screwed up with, with all these advantages and, and yeah. Dan Foley is in one of them. And I'm like, yeah, I remember when this first popped up in Worlds Apart. I was like, oh my God, this is game. Like, this is crazy. They've never yeah, yeah. in 30 seasons had a player cast a second vote. Are you kidding me? And that's what Dan's right, reaction right. was is like, Oh my God, this is crazy. And I'm like, this is kind of crazy. Like this is fundamentally massive for what the game, now it's like nothing today. And we're at this point now, 11 seasons later, where I'm like, honestly, extra vote, kind of weak. Like it's proven right. itself to not really be that great. Uh, even the steal a vote, I'd say is a better vote because you're at least taking away a vote from an, an enemy. Yeah, steal vote's almost kind of like getting two votes. Yeah, you get, you get two votes, but you're not adding a vote to the vote pool. You're just right. taking away a vote from a person you don't think is going to vote with you, which is great. Right. Uh, I would rather have that than have an extra vote. I would rather have an extra vote at the end of the day than anything. But I also feel like we've kind of been unlucky as fans. I feel like the people who have found the extra votes and steal votes haven't been the people who would have used them in interesting and creative ways thus far. I just think it's just they're so circumstantial. It's really hard <coughs> to like. Yeah. It's already hard enough in Survivor to know exactly how every vote's gonna fall, especially as the seasons get more and more chaotic as they've been doing. So like, you're just like kind of gonna pile. Like most, Shan is also the first person to ever split the extra vote between their regular vote and the extra. Right. Vote. It's never happened. It's happened with vote steals, but nobody's mm-hmm. ever had two votes and split them between two people. Like Stephen did it with the vote steal, but not the extra vote. And it's like, yeah. it's partially, I think there's a reason for that is because it's so tricky to pin down exactly what's happening and like who's voting where. And you usually see people use extra votes earlier when they just want to dogpile and create a majority like Debbie did to Ozzy in Game Changers. Mm-hmm. She used her extra vote. Uh, Ty tried to use it on Michelle at the end of Korong and he put both votes that didn't happen. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kellen almost mm-hmm. did. Kellen put both of her votes on Michael or was going to put... One vote on Michael, one vote on Laurel to prevent an idol play, but then Michael didn't have an idol and she freaked out. So she put both of her votes on Michael or on or on Laurel. That was really calm. It was actually at the same time as this episode was. Um, very similar move, actually. Wendell did this a very similar thing uh, that Ricard and Shan did tonight or last night. Um, yeah. 
I've talked about it. It's one of my favorite votes uh, in, in Modern Survivor, but and it was because of the extra vote. But yeah, the extra vote's mm. not very strong. It's just not a very strong advantage at the end of the day. It's super situational. I think playing defensively is way more of a smart tactic to use it for, to just protect yourself from getting the majority of the votes or mm-hmm. stop your opponents from doing stupid things and voting you out <laughs> if you can help right. it. Right. So. Well, yeah, as we uh, cap off this episode, me and Giddy wanted to announce uh, one or two things, but um, Peridium, did you have any uh, exciting things coming up? Anything on your channel you wanted to mention here? Uh, just the usual. I'm, I'm making these videos. Uh, new video every Wednesday at the moment. Survivor's on. Um, yeah, I'm going to be out of town for the last two weeks, so I'm actually like planning mm. way ahead, looking into mm. it. Uh, mm. I think at Vacation? some point... Yeah, kind of going out of town for the first time since COVID happened. I'm going to, um, mm. to I'm going to Calgary in Canada. Oh, okay. It's going to be freezing out there. I've never been in such cold weather before. Uh, okay. The coldest I've ever been was New York City, actually. So we'll see if we can top mm. it. Oh, my um, gosh. But, uh, yeah, so cool I'm actually jacket. probably – I think the one thing I'm going to do is I'm working right now is putting together, like, the best of video for the end of the year. This is for the last week of the se- of the of 2021. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm probably going to put out like a, an audience poll to gauge what people's thoughts are on all of these, either on one category or all the categories of like, who would you vote for the best player in Survivor for 2021? What was your favorite episode? What was uh, the best move made from these nominees? So I guess that's the one thing to look out for is probably starting in December, I'll, I'll put out a link to that. And I'm curious to see uh both where we're at with survivor 41 at that point because we won't have a winner mm-hmm. most likely and also like what the what the audience uh thinks thinks yeah yeah very cool so um well, yeah definitely go check out uh Paridium's channel um we are still doing uh memberships to our channel so if you go to our channel's page right next to subscribe you can hit join at the moment we have two tier ranks um with both tier ranks you get a free entry into our raffle where we're giving off this guy right here Ooh. the survivor 41 merge buff so you get free entry into that you also get a chance to uh if you're a member you can see all of our uh interviews with past contestants uh before they air we pre-record all of our interviews just in case <laughs> they say something they didn't mean to and we can edit it out later which believe it or not has already happened multiple times <laughs> we'll get an email the next day saying you didn't hear that yet did you and we'll have to change something but you can just see it before we edit it out so um or that's kind of dangerous top- <laughs> <laughs> or if you're our- oh are we yeah, live right now our- oh shit no yeah or if you're <laughs> If you're our top tier, you can actually have the opportunity to sit in on some of the interviews. Um, after the season, we have interviews coming up with Coach, with Penner, with Andrew Savage, um, and a couple others. And you'll get the opportunity to actually sit in on them, maybe say hi, ask a question or two. Uh, so definitely check out our membership page. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment who your guys' winner picks are. I feel like a lot of people this season – you know, usually at this time of the year, unless it's like a uh, this time of the year, this time of the season, unless it's like in all returnees, it's an all newbie season. Usually around this time, it's it's already down to like two or three people we think are going to win. But honestly, I could see just about anyone whose name doesn't start with an H win this game at the end of it. So tell us who your guys' winner picks are. Um, is that it? I think I think so. Yeah. All right. 
cut it. I can't. I'm on my phone. I'll cut it. Um, Eric is going to win. 